2: subscribe
0: to and rate the minnesota football show on itunes and welcome everybody to the minnesota football show uh this is Bridget mcdowell here with eric solver breneman uh, i would like just the two of us start things off today how's it just going just
1: the two of us <laughs> it's all right it's all right it's uh, you know another week uh getting uh getting some rough COVID news from from family members both here and abroad but uh everybody seems to although the infection rate is up it seems like their symptoms are not serious so i guess if there's a silver lining yeah there is that but uh you know it's beautiful outside i'm looking forward to getting out there um there was there was some uh shenanigans around the the community yesterday into George George Floyd square. So I might hop over and to make sure the crews are safe and crews are good, but uh, you know, hanging in there. How about yourself? Good,
0: yeah, pretty good. Um, Just enjoying the weather. We've got the windows open, got the door open and uh, fresh air and we'll see if we get outside yet today. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it while we can.
1: How's your foot? It seems like you've been been, uh, getting a little more active
2: lately.
0: Yeah. progress a lot slower than we'd like but I mean we kind of expected it to be slow mm-hmm. uh but yeah I survived like 5,000 steps around the office yesterday for the first Hell time yeah. in months so um we're getting there
1: very good that's good stuff yeah. well I'll throw it to you we have a couple uh couple things to drop here
0: yeah uh sorry friends it's Hop clouds um have a new uh Partnership with Sisyphus Brewing, um, as well as Podium Wear, who they've used a couple times before, uh, but they just put out a Citrus Town Wanderers jersey, uh, which you can purchase on Podium Wear for sixty dollars. You get the jersey as well as a growler of the Citrus Town brew. Uh, so great deal there. It's a it's a slick kit. I like it. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it is cool. Toned
0: down, but fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll get that link in the, uh, in the show notes or put it somewhere. It's uh, Podiumware.com backslash, and then it's long, but we'll, I'll say it yeah. one time, backslash team hyphen storefront backslash hop hyphen clouds hyphen citra hyphen town hyphen wanderers hyphen custom hyphen shirt. So that's the whole thing. <laughs> I know it's a lot.
0: Got
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now you've all you're you're already there. Well done, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, well we'll put it at the link in there so you can just uh click it and hop over there and, and, and check it out. Um directly related to Hop Clouds is more Hop Clouds news. Um, Brewmaster uh, Christopher sent us some pictures of as things are being processed right now with with the next round of plum brews i i have an idea sort of what he's doing but i'm honestly not 100 percent sure um but what was happening in this photo was he was doing the you know in wine we call it racking but in this is the uh, the aging process for the beer he was transferring it to the barrel so this is going to be a barrel aged situation whatever it is which if that doesn't sell you <laughs> what can i do i can't do anything else bridget
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter what you put in that barrel yeah. it's gonna come out nice. So
1: yeah, so uh, Patreon.com backslash MN Football Show is the place to go uh, to to sign up. Um, the five dollar and ten dollar levels are generally what we go with. Ten dollar gets you a little bit more, but the way things are going, we probably have enough that we that if you come in at two, hook you up with one or two. So <laughs> we'll make it work. Yeah, but it looks good. It looks good. It does. So we before we started. Or as we started recording, we were talking about uh, this thread we all got thrown in by Familia Elisa Vicuña through Twitter talking about um, once we're all vaccinated and getting back into the groove of things, uh, that she was planning another one of our podcast uh, futsal tournaments and a fundraiser. Uh, She already apparently tied it in with uh, TC Sol and Mario, who you can go back in the archives and listen to that awesome episode and interview with him. And, uh, and yeah, my, my phone and, and the Twitter app was just on fire. <laughs> was that Thursday, I think it was? Yeah, I think so. Like every time I put my phone down and picked up, it was like 30, 40 messages. <laughs> so to say there's interest Maybe be uh, a disservice. I think yeah. Everybody's ready.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it got enough attention, what, two years ago when everyone was just excited to have another reason to get together outside of like a match day or not in the bar. Um, yep. but yeah, everyone's just ready to, to go do something and for real for to real. see everyone again. So,
1: so well done, Elisa, you got, you got everybody moving and shaking. So that's the way to do it.
0: that will be awesome.
1: All right. Well, let, let's begin with the, uh, the segment that unfortunately never ends here, uh, this week in racism on Minnesota football show, we will start with Ariola, um, Bridget, I'll let you take this one. And, and I, you'll notice I didn't put in any of the actual tweets because they're pretty bad.
0: They, yeah, yes, they are. Um,
1: <laughs> go ahead. You can where, it where do we begin? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, um, so the whole thing started because they, so he's on loan with Swansea. They were playing Cardiff city last weekend, uh, or were getting ready to play. And some Carter fans started just scrolling through his old tweets and they get back to like 2016, 2017, when he's a 16, 17 year old kid. Um, and some of them incorporated the N word. I talked about how women should not be football commentators. Who was not interested in watching a game that involved a woman talking about Uh, the game. Uh, there were a handful of them. Um, which of course they screenshotted and posted everywhere. Uh, So he put out an apology, which was basically like, yeah, sorry for the things I I said 10 years ago. Uh, Just it, it was just ridiculous. Um, I mean, the bar
1: is so low, at least he, he's recognizing it and, and taking some kind of personal responsibility, but. Oh, but if,
0: but if your, if your defense is, I was a kid and you were like 17, I mean, you should still know better Um, or maybe like delete them or something once you do learn better. Um, So yeah, he put out an apology and DC United uh, put out a statement saying that they're going to push even more. So doing like implicit bias training. Uh, with staff and players alike which he will participate in when he returns from his loan but essentially they're like they're not doing anything a lot of the fan base just thinks the fan base the the half that's not offended thinks that this whole thing is uh, it's in the past forget about it just let them be him it's fine don't even bring it up why are we talking about this um So not a whole lot is actually happening there. He is prepared to move on. The club is prepared to move on.
1: Well, I mean, that part sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. But I mean, this is a club that was like making strides or like talking at least about how they would, you know, really start to listen more to their supporters. Uh, And then this comes up and they essentially do nothing other than saying, yeah, we'll have a team meeting. Uh, and we'll have another meeting when he comes back um so yeah, yeah great, great start to the to their season
1: and and this landed of course, like as is tradition with the the program, like right after we recorded again yeah. last week <laughs> so so i I don't even want to know i I might just shut off all electronics after we get done recording here and see if I can <laughs> make it to tomorrow because <laughs> that's something always lands when we get done uh-huh,
0: every single time.
1: Uh... Well, speaking of, of all this terrible stuff, um, he, he just won't go away Bridget uh, Seth John 2.0 I, I, I didn't even put this one in it either because it's I, I, you've all seen it listeners have all seen it I'm sure at this point but yeah. I, I think the, the thing worth mentioning here is that he specifically tags a lot of uh, a lot of players, a lot of people that are on the uh, the council and the Federation that were opposed to him. I mean, these are this this in this day and age when you do something like that, that's a threat. Oh yeah, this, this yeah. is a this is a scary individual that is essentially making violent threats against uh, women and people of color, and it's
0: people uh, who he has been in. He was in charge of security for the women's national team. Oh man, Oh, the irony when they traveled, and now wow. he's taking them and. They're, Literally putting a target on their backs yeah. um, to to everyone who feels similarly to him or feels some uh, some loyalty to him. Uh, the keyboard warrior thing was kind of hilarious. Um, all at the same time, like it's not funny, but at the same time, it's like talking about the the keyboard warriors going after him and dangerous radicals.
1: Well, he's on Coming the keyboard. After him.
0: Well, he's, yeah, he's tap, doing tap, the exact tap, 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 same freaking thing. <laughs> it's just, it's absurd. I don't yeah. get
1: it. I just, I just feel like, I, I mean, it's almost out of U.S. soccer's hands when it gets to a point like that where it's an escalation of, of yeah. potential violence and threats. And, and yep. you know, somebody needs to step in and, uh, but and do something. Yeah, but will they? <laughs> exactly. But will they? All right. Well, let's put all of that. Toxicity aside for a bit, and look at some other things here. Some MLS news. So we learned that uh, Wilfred Nancy is taking over at uh, Club de Foot. I almost—it's uh, <laughs> going to be hard to like ingrain. I almost said yes. Impact, but yes, Club de Foot Montreal. So good for them. And the cool thing about this too—I mean, he's obviously got a uh, a great background in, in coaching. He's well prepared uh, for the role. But in terms of uh, the balance or maybe the better word is the imbalance of coaches of color and from diverse backgrounds in, in the MLS. It's, it's kind of a one for one. We're losing Henri Frenchman of African descent and we're getting another Frenchman of African descent. So in that respect, you know,
0: cool. Definitely. And they, I mean, their focus in looking for a replacement was really on the culture of the club. Mm -hmm. Um, French culture is still super important in Montreal. So you're not just going to pick, you know, you won't necessarily pick whoever's right for the job in mm-hmm. terms of the technical side and the coaching. So, um, to see that they have, you know, enough respect for everything that he represents, uh, to keep him around at that level. I mean, that standard isn't necessarily held for every member of the staff. Correct. Um, correct. And he had so been in say,
1: for a while too with the staff, yeah. right? He'd been on the, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, we'll see what happens. We, you know, we wish him luck and, uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, do you want to take uh, DK doing pretty amazing things, and and I, I guess we'll start. We can start with we haven't covered a lot of uh, of his trajectory since he went over to England, but he's at Barnsley in the um, Championship, and and basically as soon as he touched down in England, and started scoring <laughs> goals, and yeah. and has kind of single handedly like pulled this team into like the top yeah. six of Championship. Yeah, and, I think so of three goals in the last five games and take it away because, yeah, go for it. Yeah,
0: so then um, suddenly everyone is really hyped and the Wander kid scoring goals coming in from the U.S. Um, So Orlando City receives a $10 million offer for him, uh, which they then turned down. and said, nope, we'll we'll take him back. He can come home when he's done. (laughs) Um, unless they can get an even bigger price tag, so so we'll see um, exactly how much he is valued by both.
1: Very very the interesting English move sides. from yeah from the MLS side to to just uh, put their foot down. Uh, let me ask you this: Let's say let let us let, let's make this more tied to to Minnesota United. Let's say that uh, Hassani Dotson gets something like a similar offer. There's no way they they would like put their foot down. Do you think?
0: I, I would like to think that they would say no, but yeah, I, they'd probably say, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's do it. We'll take it. Especially if it was um, one of these,
1: apparently this I didn't put it in here, but it was one of the quote unquote top six
0: like in yeah. the premier league that, that aren't league, even in the yeah. six. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the perennial big six. Um, right. Yeah. So I mean, it shows how much they value, shows how much Orlando values him that they want to keep him around and not just take, you know, whatever offer is handed to them. Um, obviously, some some clubs are going to think that MLS will take less. Like, MLS is down there, will you know, toss some money at them and call it good. Um, but it's it's going to be a big thing uh, for the effort of making MLS a selling league. Uh, this is going to be a huge step. Um, coming behind Pulisic and uh Brain Fright. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I mean, if if Minnesota gets a a similar offer, I could see them holding out at first, but Hmm. uh, somebody like that's in, yeah, they they'd probably go for it. Hmm. Yeah,
1: we shall see for sure. Well, let's let's that's a good segue into Minnesota United here. We got some dates, Bridget. We got some. Uh, yeah. Got some things to look forward to here. Um, so their first match, season opener, April 16th at Seattle at the <laughs> Sounders. <laughs> I, one of my uh, one of my guitar students is is not too far from Seattle, and I was checking in with him. When we were playing, and, and it's like, oh, this the schedule drop. He's like, oh yeah, where's the first game? I'm like, by you? And He's like, what? Wasn't that the whole knockout? I'm like, yeah. Like. Ooh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> there's there's zero feelings there zero feelings
1: oh. <laughs> yep so that'll be that'll be actually really really interesting with just all the, the drama and the narrative of, of how yeah. things ended last year um, and then April 24th is the home opener against Real Salt Lake with now uh, the added possibility I think for for most of our listeners there uh, within Minnesota but for those that are not in the state, the uh, governor just this week decided to uh, open up, uh, turn the dial as it were a little bit more on um, on public gatherings, on restaurants, and all that stuff. And included in this is the uh, is stadiums. I, I put it down here yeah. a little bit. Here it is. Um, so basically, it says seated outdoor venues can add an additional twenty five percent capacity. Blah 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 blah. Limit of ten thousand people. So. I got a uh, friend of the pod, Corey Shreppel, over at 551 was cranking some numbers, and he says, Allianz Field, if they hold 19,425 25% would be 48.50, but then you're figuring in, since uh, Wonderwall, t- typically we're all on our feet, so it'd be interesting to see how that works in terms of seating, whether we would get chairs or, I don't know, I don't know how they're going to work that out, but he, but he basically added like an extra 500 maybe from what well, would that- be the supporters.
0: Well, the 500 is the, um, so that's, that's how these things were grouped. So venues oh, okay. that, that seat up to 250 people, um, and now for outdoor venues that are, is it less than, so venues that can only hold like 500, um, that's, that's the max for most places. Um, but then a place that can hold more than that, you can add 500 uh, onto oh, your 25%. Got that's it. where that Thank 500 you. comes from. Got um, it. and yeah, even though such a big section of Allianz is not seated, it is still considered a seated venue. Mm-hmm. So we fall into that 25% added, uh, which is actually a, a plus a non seated venue can only add 15% of their capacity mm. on top of the 500. So, so that's kind of a win, um. Yeah, but just just go ahead. Yeah, I would think they would just mark the standing section the same way that they would seats, um, where they put something over seats to, to block them, uh, mm-hmm. so people can't sit there and you're distanced. I would think they'd do something similar um and create like little sections within the section for families. Yeah, because
1: that, that'll be the challenge with the wonderwall, won't it, because of the density. Normally we're, we're just on top of each other.
0: Right. And there's like you have the cup holders to distinguish spaces, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would think they'd have they'd have somebody up there kind of reminding you to space out and not be on top of each other. But yeah, um, you know, with just over five thousand people in the stands, that won't be won't really be too difficult, depending on how many they want to put in the Wonder Wall.
1: How do you feel about this? Do you, assuming that you and I and most people at that point are vaccinated, is would you do such a thing?
0: I would not for the first, probably few months, mm-hmm. um, just cause I'm higher risk anyway. So I'm not going to, sure. even with the vaccine, I'm still not going to go all out and, you know, um, so I plan on waiting a few months, but I can definitely understand, you know, there's, if you're taking enough precautions, which they will, we'll see how they enforce those things. But, mm-hmm. um, there, There is a safety net in place there. So I can definitely understand people going for it now.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I tend to agree with you. I, April just still seems way too soon. Yeah. Um, unless drastically positive things really start changing right. between now and then. But, uh, but we'll see. Anyway, those yeah. are the dates. 16th and 24th with potential bodies at Allianz. So I guess we'll keep an eye on that. Um, Gleedle, who I, who I definitely remember if, if Rodrigo were here, he'd be making fun of me because I basically forgot all the, all the Reno <laughs> acquisitions <laughs> last year, except for the Game of Thrones one, uh, yeah. house Langsdorf. But, uh, yeah, so apparently this is one of them and in, they let him go. I can't even remember what position he played. Do you remember? Uh, midfield. Midfield. Okay. Right on. So good times, but you're gone. Bye-bye. Um, the biggest news, I think, of the team this week has to be Hassani Dotson oh, yeah. making the Olympic qualifying roster.
0: Yes. Yeah. Huge, 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 huge. And huge shout out from the coach as well, saying, you know, how they basically ended up selecting him out of this giant pool of available players because he is so versatile, Yep, which is, of course, why we like him so much. Um, what was the tweet? The the loon, Swiss army knife of midfielders. Mm. Oh, that already <laughs> said. No, there, good. there was someone on Twitter and I don't remember uh, who it was, but a United fan called them that. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing,
1: seeing crease, right? Christ crease. I can't remember how to pronounce it.
0: Uh, crease. I believe
1: crease. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing him talking and basically, cause they have him listed as a midfielder here, but then he's like, but you know, we might need a <laughs> back and he can take it.
0: <laughs> He'll slot in wherever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, huge for the team, huge for Dotson and, and his trajectory and his career. I mean, we were just kind of fa- in a fantasy land alluding to the fact that he'll get that $10 million European offer. Well, <laughs> this, this might be the, uh, the stamp. I don't know. <laughs> yep.
0: And I, I remember his uh, rookie season. I remember him and Mason toy in the locker room saying, And our, our goal is just, we want to play Olympics. We want to represent the national team. We, you know, our, our big goal is, yeah, we're, we're NLS pros now, but we want to make that next step and represent at the national level. Um, and they were both just so hungry for it and so genuine about their feelings for it. So, uh, it's, it is really good to see that he is getting that, that honor.
1: I didn't put the the dates in here but do you remember when the first match is it is it in is it this month is it in March already? Yeah,
0: it's the, like the last week.
1: So like Oh wow. It's coming up.
0: 18th, 19th through the end of the month, I believe.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll see how that all pans out.
0: Hey Sheila, what's up? Hi. Hello. What's
1: We're just going on? You stuff. You know, talking some football, talking some racism <laughs> in football, same old the usual. (laughs) (laughs)
2: How are you? Uh, It's been, uh, it's been tough. Um, Bridget, I told Eric this, but uh, my ex-boyfriend Hector's mom died of COVID. Oh no. So I actually bought tickets yesterday to go to California. Oh wow, okay. So I'm going to do that. I won't be, I won't be here next week.
1: There you go. Well, that's, that's for a totally understandable and good reason. And definitely our our condolences to to him and the family and yourself as well. I mean, it impacts you obviously. And we talked about it too, with, with, with my family earlier. And I don't know, it seems like we're, we're getting somewhat luck if there is any kind of a silver lining that it seems like everybody's pulling through, like they're, the infections are hitting harder and faster, but nobody's really getting seriously sick. At least yeah. for now. So I don't know. I'm, I'm progress take, I guess. Yeah, it's like glass half full, even though this one's I empty, mean, but.
0: <laughs> I mean it it didn't have to be nearly this bad, but at least we're kind of on that upswing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well let's get back to it and uh I I, I got no transition here. I was gonna try and do a glass half full thing. <laughs> no, I can do I can totally work this in. Glass half full, glass half empty. <laughs> Tomás Chacon, see? There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be confident in my transitions and I can make it happen. <laughs> um, well, we learned that he is in Uruguay. He's staying in Uruguay. They're they're trying to get him in a first division team, so apparently not back to Danubio. Um, I was joking with Rodrigo that Goyazi is Porticlubi, <laughs> should be on the phone. <laughs> I doubt he'll want to play second division though, but I don't know. Maybe if, if the money's there, I
0: mean, if he gets minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that's it too. And they could use him. They could absolutely use a left wing. Um, but we'll see how it pans out. It's, it just sucks. Like that whole story and the whole situation just sucks. Uh, I, I didn't put it in the notes, but Matt Doyle had a nice, uh, a nice dig, basically complimenting all the coaches that play the kids and Oh, it was tied mm-hmm. to DK. It was it was pareja yeah. and DK, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: just like boy, I wonder who he's kind of, you know, inadvertently nudging yeah. and scratching. And I,
0: I mean, the quote from Heath was even like, "We really just need to get a minute. Like he needs playing time." Oh yeah, it's like that's who, the, that's the irony. Who was in charge of that for the last year? Like you, I mean, you could have put him in at any time and given him those minutes.
1: Here it is, quote: <laughs> uh, "We need to get him back there." Quote. We'll get his confidence
2: back and get him back in the groove. Unquote. As as if the he confidence no that res- I
0: stole from him.
2: <laughs> yeah, Give and like um, me sending me him too. to another continent really is going to help with the confidence part. Yep.
1: <laughs> no, no responsibility whatsoever. <laughs> it doesn't Nothing seem like do
0: you're with. doing very well. I'm going to ship you after you. <laughs> uh.
1: That's enough. I I, I can't yep. destroy things in my home, so. We got to move on. <laughs> uh, go for women. They play tomorrow, and they are doing quite well. Uh, they sit, they sit sixth. I put the table in there. They're they're two one and two, but as you can see, everything is very tight there. Um, so with a win tomorrow, you know they could they could jump all the way to third, yeah. second potentially, depending on how everything else that kind of pans out. So yeah, so good for them. And uh, best of luck tomorrow as they take on Iowa. And I'll see if I I don't have if I'll have the time. I always forget these these games tend to land when it's when it's family time. But if listeners and you amazing co-hosts do want to listen, you can hear the amazing Matt Pravatsky on the mic calling that game. So. Oh, wow.
2: How did that happen? shout out?
1: He is the color commentator. (laughs) I don't know. That's just what that's how he do
0: yeah they i mean they had them doing uh their home matches in the dome and and some of their scrimmages and they're they're just keeping him on basically as a broadcaster for this season That's he's awesome. great
1: he's great i got to hear some of the the highlights from the last one and yeah he's got he brings the energy he brings the energy yes. as, as one would expect uh we got some minneapolis city news as well on the future side they played their Second round of matches, and unfortunately, my powder horn dropped. They actually lost. <laughs> uh, Riverside Rovers got have now have a win and a tie, and they jump up uh, to first place. Near North also tied at four points. Powderhorn AFC at 3 and the Northeast Wanderers with two losses have zero points. But look at these goal differentials. They're pretty impressive, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. So the Rovers have 16 goals for, 8 against for for an aggregate of 8, and then Powderhorn's also great too, uh 10 for, 3 against, aggregate of 7. So high scoring games, as you can imagine with like the the 5 of 5 kind of style as it is. I'm I'm really yeah, hoping worried. that go ahead
0: over two games, Northeast Wanderers given up nineteen goals and scored three.
1: Oh yeah, that hurts. I'm hoping that eventually, uh, in the near future, some of these will be outside of the dome. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to go watch them. I, I don't know where they're actually going to play, but I'd be so cool to do it in the in the little um, bowl at Powderhorn. I'd, I'd love to go. see Powderhorn. Yeah, rep Powderhorn and play in Powderhorn Park. It'd Be very cool. Um. So directly related to the senior uh, Minneapolis City team, we got some schedule. Like We got a schedule released. I didn't put the whole thing in here, here, but the uh, first important few dates are the season opener will be at Sioux Falls on May 8th, and then the following week, they will host the home opener here will be, uh, where is it, on the, I put it in here, the 15th, May 15th against Dakota Fusion. And there again, kind of related to what we were talking about with uh, the home opener at Allianz, we might be able to uh, show up in person for that one. I almost feel mm-hmm. like, you know, going to uh, Nelson Field might be easier and even safer than being in, in Allianz, just knowing that space and lower numbers of, of people will probably be there. So yeah, I don't know. That might be one that I might even think about. Sheila, would you go to either a Minneapolis city uh, home opener in, in May or a Minnesota United home opener in late April?
2: Um, well, I'm hoping I'm going to be vaccinated by then.
1: Yes, that is key.
2: I feel like, um, I don't know, it's always about risk, risk versus reward. hmm and, uh, you know, I'm going on a plane in a, in a week or this week. So mm-hmm. that's pretty high risk. It's pretty high risk yeah. to go to a funeral, yeah. but I sort of have to. So it's like, it's worth it to me to go to that. Um, Like, I feel like I can wait until I'm vaccinated to go to a soccer game.
1: Right. Same.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's outside, but it's just like, there's just so many people.
0: It's just, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I like I, at Christmas time. I went to the mall, and I really didn't feel comfortable at all. I mean, I know they they've got like, you know, good ventilation and everything, but it's just like so many people.
0: Which was That's the Mall like, of America. Yeah, even going in the, I went in the Target like inside the store for the first time in months the other day, and even that was like it wasn't even that busy. But even that, I, you know, I, I couldn't find things I was looking for because I was too busy avoiding other people. Hobbing, weaving, <laughs> was, dodging. Yep. Somersaults, well, couple rolls.
2: And plus what's fun about going to a soccer game is that you get to drink. <laughs> and like, you have to d- take your mask off to drink.
0: Yeah.
2: So yep. that kind of defeats the purpose of the mask.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the problem with yeah. restaurants too. Yep. Yep.
0: Agreed.
1: Well, we'll see how all these kind of pan out, but uh, yeah, there again, another home opener, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm just kind of curious to see how things how things kind of move, and hopefully, we all get vaccinated by then, and we'll see we'll see where things are. Um, in fact, uh, there's a friendly happening maybe as we speak right now. Minneapolis City and Inter Minneapolis are having a a preseason match. Um, I'll, I'll I'll throw a shout out for um, for Jeremy's podcast, 10,000 Pitches, they actually had the, a couple of the the uh, founders and uh, front office people of Inter-Minneapolis on that show. And it's cool to learn about them. They they seem like kind of a kind of a cool organization, somewhat similar to Minneapolis City. Um, different League, I, I can't remember which one they're playing in. Um, is is it MMR, MPS? M-something SL. Yeah,
0: like the... Premier development or something like that
1: something something but yeah so they're they're playing probably right now and we'll see we'll, i'm sure we'll hear from the uh city twitters in in the near future here how that all pans out um that's about all i got for local stuff unless you all have anything you want to
0: add i don't think so
1: okay well, let's take a little break and we'll jump into some internationals
0: Thank you very much for listening to that show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota football show.
2: Okay, we are back. Uh, We finished our local stuff. Um, Just to let you know. (laughs) <laughs> Eric's doing a little dance over there um, Anyway um, Yeah, so we are What's, what's next? What are we going to talk about now?
1: We've got some international news uh, This one again happened As is the case shortly after we recorded last week With uh, Basically uh, saying uh, Guess what? Qualifiers are all cancelled uh, Because I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard But uh, Brazil's kind of being Annihilated <laughs> by COVID right now and the rest of South America isn't in great shape either. And this will come as a shock, but, but none of the Brazilian players playing in Europe really want to go back to Brazil right now.
0: <laughs> I'll just stay over here, thanks. That's right. Um.
1: Yep. So, uh, so, yeah, so there is, Eric, I, do you I think- Eric,
2: do you know what the situation is in Brazil with a vaccine?
1: Far, far behind
2: mm-hmm.
1: is the answer. Um, I talked about this, I think it was last episode. Um, Yeah, it was last episode where they, okay, so they have the AstraZeneca is the English one, I think, right?
2: Yeah, the Oxford one.
1: So they've got that, but they've had really hard time, a hard time with distribution within the country. And there were offers back in December to get Pfizer from the US. And I knew that the, the regime down there basically said no early what i didn't understand what i didn't know and and i just learned recently like last week was they did that two more times for a total of three times denying the export of the pfizer cd to (laughs) pfizer cd pfizer vaccine (laughs) to brazil like
2: to, to buy to buy it it wasn't like we were donating it
1: more than yeah i'm sure that was it was a transaction of some kind sure yeah
2: Cause the yeah, other so that- cause that's the other piece is the I think it's called Novavax or something like that. Mm-hmm. that's the one that's going to uh, like ghana and and places like that uh, Senegal yeah. Um, yeah that and it's like and it's definitely like part of like uh, co- going to countries that are not able to afford to yep. buy it on their
1: own they're, they're scrambling right now and so it, they, they might be looking at that they might be looking at the split neck at this point i don't know they, it's what, what's interesting now and i don't want to get too sidetracked but there was a the whole a whole big political landslide over the past couple of days where uh charges were dropped on lula so now lula can run again for president if he wants to and he'll he more than likely will and he's already basically starting to rev up what looks like a campaign and already starting to do his, it's, it's almost like the, like a shadow government, you know, there's like two governments right now within the country. So he's actually making deals with uh, it sounds like Cuba. Cause they have their vaccine and maybe the, the, the Sputnik as well. So who knows what's going to happen? It, it's, <laughs> it's typical extreme telenovela in, in like, Brazilian politics and society right now but to get back to your to your point they're very 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 far behind like my my cousin that is a medical doctor she was vaccinated and and then everybody else is infected is basically what it boils down to
2: okay Uh, in your family they've all they've all gotten it yep that sucks
1: and it's, and it's interesting too, like she was saying, uh, my, my doctor cousin too, like in this new wave with the, uh, mutation with the variant, uh, it's, it's hitting younger people in a, in a bigger way. Oh, really? So for example, yeah. So I, I was worried about my, my aunties that, that are, you know, in their sixties and seventies. Um, but it turns out one of my younger cousins who I believe is, is just got into medical school. I'm not mistaken, but she's 17, 18 years old. She had to go to the hospital. <laughs> So
0: that's scary. That's I, I think they were saying that about the uh, UK variant too, that that one was hitting younger and younger as well. Yep. Um, to, probably partly because those are the people who are like taking the risk and going out and about right now. But right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's
2: that's always been. I mean, they've always been. The twenty-year-olds have always <laughs> been the spreaders.
0: Yeah,
1: definitely. You got it. And that's what sucks too. Is I think. Most most of them were doing a fairly decent job. But, you know, I'm connected to their Instagrams and I'm seeing some things that I shouldn't be seeing. All it, and it takes only,
0: is one time, you know.
1: All it takes is one time and one person. And you know, if if one cousin decided, you know what, you can't take my carnival away from me, it's like well done, you infected the entire family.
2: I mean, it's so it it's so um um Striking the difference of, you know, what our life was like before and what our life is now. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And it really has so much to do with uh, creating a culture, like an internet culture and a, a, you know, a society culture where we collectively, and I say we, and I mean, like, progressive people in Minnesota is what I'm talking about (laughs) right now. You know, we have, like, just, like, been policing ourselves. I mean, and, you know, also regulations from the state and stuff. But, you know, that is a huge part of it, Um, that we're every day, like, for the last over a year, it's just, like, constantly, like, all all day long, you're reading about, like, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. Oh, you shouldn't Mm -hmm. be doing that, you know? And if you're not getting that day after day after day after day, you might think, oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, we can go to... We can go to this party.
0: People drive by someplace and see, well, the parking lot's full. It must be like everyone else is here. Mm -hmm. Let's join. It's just. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's been, it's been revealing and a lot. I mean, not that it's super surprising, but really revealing, I think, into a lot of the the human psyche and, and uh, personal responsibility and um, egoismo, I guess we'd say in Portuguese, you know, just. watching watching the ego be like, no, I'm fine. I'll be fine. <sighs>
0: Stretch. I never get sick. It's fine.
1: What are we doing well, again? My favorite what, is
2: the people that think show? they already had it. Oh, sure. <laughs> and it's like, and but ne- never bothered to get an antibody test. It's been a year, dude. And Very, they're in the clear. Yeah.
1: Can't get it again.
2: <sighs> it's like,
0: oh, I've had it.
2: <laughs> you know, you can get a test for that, right? <laughs>
0: And the and the people who think they had it like, the September before or something. Yeah, so, it's yeah like I you was, did not have it. I was really 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 sick. I think that's what I had. So it's fine. No, that is not.
1: Uh, I'll fully admit that. That literally once was a week, the flu. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit that once a week I grab a scented candle and I just take a big. <laughs> <Just> a <seat. laughs> it's like all right. It's a it's a lot of cinnamon now. Okay. <laughs>
0: i heard an interview i think it was uh hugh grant on colbert um Mm. for his show the undoing on hbo but he had it and he said that he didn't realize that he was experiencing symptoms until he was walking down the street and went into a flower shop to pick something up for his wife and he couldn't smell anything Mm. and he had to ask the guy hey uh Give me some flowers that smell nice because i can't smell anything and then i'll go home and get tested <laughs> yeah All
2: i mean right. it is a, a, it's no joke that is like a legit sim- symptom
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it kind of hits you like a rock i mean if you can't smell you, you know right away you
0: notice yeah and it's <laughs> yeah. and it's not something that you can explain away with something else like oh it's a cold right. oh it's allergies right. no that's that's like not a thing <laughs>
1: All right. Minnesota football show COVID talk <laughs> <It's> <laughs> bonus right there. <laughs> let's let's pull it back. Um, Premier League last week, we had the big uh, Manchester Derby and uh, Man- Manchester United uh, getting the kind of the upset here. I mean, I think at this point, both these teams were one and two in the league, but uh, Man City hadn't lost in a long time. I had a mm-hmm. long streak. They still have like a, a really big spread on the table. I didn't, I didn't get the whole thing down here, but uh, good on Manchester United. They came in with a plan. Martial basically, from the get go, he, he got taken down. I, I don't even think a minute had passed. I think it was like 40 seconds.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's your first goal out of a PK. So after they scored that goal, they, they you know, they defended and, uh, and Fernandes gets an, or uh, yeah, it was Fernandes. Oh, no, Fernandes scored the PK. Uh and, uh, and then Shaw gets one in the second half and there's your final two and L. They didn't see that one coming.
0: Yeah. I had, I'd, I'd turn that one on thinking, well, we'll, we'll see what kind of a game it looks like. And I'll probably end up turning the channel. And yet that happened 40 seconds in. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm going to watch this whole thing. See what happens. Yeah.
1: Anything um, else you saw? What, what was going? It seemed like they really shut down their, uh, man city's midfield. Like they just couldn't get things moving.
0: Yeah uh City almost looked a little bit like uh you know 2018 United where you completely lose the ball in midfield and there's like no connection whatsoever mm-hmm. between two ends of the pitch. Um Man United would just like flood that section. Mm-hmm. So they had they had no chance of a counterattack every time they turned the ball around it would get picked off and United had storm back down to the other end. Um, so it was a it was a fast paced game, but they did not get into United's half for for a yep. good chunk of the game. Uh, and that and the exact United same. Okay. Oh, it is a huge spread. Man City right now sitting at sixty eight points, and United's at fifty four.
1: Yeah. So Fourteen
0: <laughs> point spread with Leicester like one point behind in third place. <laughs>
1: so not a whole lot changed, but nonetheless no. a big win for, for Manchester United. Um, at the same time, we had the double derby basically happening in Espana or España. We had uh, Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid, and that ended up being a 1-1 tie. Suarez scored uh, 15, minutes, 15 minutes in, and Benzema got one very late, uh, almost the very last minute, 88, to, uh, to wrap it up there. And again, this was another one where things were very tight in the table. And uh, the other one was one and two. This one was, I think, Atletico actually is number one, and Real Madrid was number three. So the big, the big derbies, as it were. Um, switching gears a little bit, uh, we had uh, International Women's Day this week, and Happy International Women's Day, you amazing women!
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like it was really a, a more muted this year than in the past.
1: There's a lot happening. Yeah. Um, did you all get to see the magazine that FAIR put together? It was actually really cool. I, I stuck it in the notes and sent it to uh, the the channel as well. But they, they highlighted a lot of different regions and a lot of different players. And uh, just put together a really cool uh, magazine, as it were. And I don't know. I'll, I'll throw it to you all if you got a chance to look
2: at it.
0: I was not able to look. I'm um, just looking at it right now.
2: Yeah. It's interesting um, shereen uses this word racialized
1: yeah she she's spoken about that before i um i I don't want to try and put words into her mouth to remember what it was but uh, but she had she had a reason I can't remember what it is now
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I think it means from I, I've encountered the term um, in the context of racialized violence mm-hmm. Um, in that, um, it's, it's something constructed, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's not, uh, it's not innate. It's something that has to do with, um, like active, you know, hegemony, active, um, construction of... Uh, discourse that um isn't it, it becomes something more than just race it becomes uh that there's an element of power in it mm-hmm. i might be wrong though i'm that's why i was curious
1: oh, yeah. well can, you could can ask her i mean i'm pretty sure she uh she enjoys this this program and knows most of us so yeah, there's, there's some really good stuff in there. I, I, appreciated the ones uh, a lot of, a lot of players from Africa that are playing in, uh, in England and elsewhere and, uh, different players from various backgrounds in the NWSL. And it kind of spans the gambit from a uh, other ones as well. Not, not just, not just football either. Like there's other sports, there's, there was tennis in there and some other ones I thought as, I saw as well, but, uh, good stuff. Really, really nice. Um, actual it's it's cool to see an actual like magazine i mean this was in pdf form but uh mm-hmm. that that format sometimes it's like when it comes up like oh wow, they
2: actually like going a layout. it's
0: refreshing <laughs> to not yeah. just like scroll one paragraph at a time right yeah. right right you guys do you guys get magazines i I'm get a curious. couple still like canoe and kayak and outside nice um i think that's i think that's it
1: I think we get some home improvement ones and I can't even think of the names right now.
0: Oh,
2: okay. I was just curious. I, I usually someone, get though. them like by accident like there are a couple of art magazines that I got because I wrote for those particular publications and then they just like mm-hmm. signed me up for a subscription. <laughs> and then Oh,
1: Cooking, uh, Cooking Light. We have Cooking Light.
2: Oh, nice. There you go. And then I have a uh, somebody somebody signed oh, i'm me sorry up food and
1: wine it's right next to me
0: <laughs> oh that's a good sponsor one. us
1: sponsor us food and wine
0: Ooh, the that's a good issue one. nice <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: anyway i was just curious
1: yep this one was more for rodrigo who is absent right now but uh we can all talk about we we mentioned it on the program the the uh the racist uh, incident in champions league between uh the coach for Basek Shear and who went after, um, who, who was the initial target, Bridget? I can't even remember. He went after, I I just remember, um. I remember Mbappe and a bunch of them basically getting in his face, but I can't remember who he was, who he was actually referring to.
0: It, yeah. It was a, a substitute on the sideline. I don't remember who it was.
1: Oh, no, but here's he, right here. Referred to Pierre Webo or Webo.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So anyway, this guy, he's he's suspended, he's out of there, so good. That's the he was the oh he was the official. It's my bad. Fourth fourth official. S- Romanian fourth official, Sebastian Coltescu is suspended until the end of the season.
0: Which is I find it interesting that they waited until the season is almost over before they put out this.
1: Yeah, season's almost over and they were already eliminated. Investigate for two
0: months and suspend them for the rest of the season.
1: Right. So in in remaining Champions League news, uh, we had some rounds again. Uh, got a bunch of people eliminated, uh, including Cristiano Ronaldo, which is not a bad thing.
0: Bye! Darn.
1: <laughs> which, and it's even better because it's from his former team. <laughs> so- so (laughs) porto um they actually lose to juventus three to two but they're able to get those two away goals so they end up tying four four on aggregate with the two away goals so um and i mean for weston mckinney i realize he's there as well and i suppose it sucks for him but uh, this this is this is a dump on ronaldo podcast (laughs) uh on the other end, uh, Dortmund played Sevilla, and they both tied, but Holland was doing Holland things. Uh, how many did he score? I think he scored two in this one again. But he, uh, the, the aggregate there is 5-4. So you have Dortmund and Porto moving on, which is cool. And Holland becomes the youngest player to score 20 goals in Champions League history at also 20 years of age, which is pretty dope. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about the free kick, Bridget. The free kick. <laughs> <laughs> Go you, you take it. Sheila, you're gonna see this?
0: <clears throat>
1: oh, it was so cool. quadrose. It was it was amazing. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you take it.
0: <laughs> so uh once again Ronaldo just gets caught in the wall watching was it Messi taking that shot?
1: Uh um, Who
0: is shooting? I don't know. I wasn't paying was, attention. Not
1: Messi cuz this this was Porto. They were playing Porto. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. I can't remember who took the shot.
0: So anyway, Ronaldo was it was a redo of the time he got caught just watching Messi. It um, was. That's that's what you're referring and to.
1: Yeah, cuz somebody put them together.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Porto takes the kick and all the guys jump kind of a little early and turn and all it does is open up space for the ball to go through and uh, it's a little deflection off of Ronaldo <laughs> and crazy. right into the net.
1: You love to see it.
0: Just I like- saw that um,
2: I saw that Ronaldo has the most Instagram uh, followers of anybody. Of course he does. Yeah, I imagine.
1: It was so fun to watch though. Just it's like I'm sure they probably tried to practice these these set pieces and these set plays, and then when they're like, "Wait, you go here? Where, where's the X and, and the Z and, and who goes where?" And then yeah, let's just jump. it
0: took them let's just jump. it took them forever, and they finally like get into something that looks like a line, and it's just it like chaos. all over the place. It was chaos. Dude. and the and the portal guys are out. You can see them looking at them like, what "Yeah, is that? really? We'll, okay, we'll take it. Whatever."
1: Oh, so good. So good. All right. Well, on the other side of it, we had um, – well, this this is for you. We, we had PSG and Barcelona. Barcelona is just – the drama continues. The chaos continues. They're gone. They're so... out. Uh, 1-1 was the match, but 5-2 on aggregate. And Sad Messi once again makes an appearance. Here we go speculating again, but it really does seem like there's the – mo- the momentum is here this time that – I just cannot see him coming back with the way the the club is collapsing right now. We talked about all the corruption and, and everything happening last week, but it just, I would be very surprised if we see him in a Barcelona Jersey again next year. But I said that last year too. So.
0: Yeah. I, I think we've had this talk. like
1: Three years now. Absolutely. You know, you're right. You're right. That's why I'm holding myself accountable. I've done it before, but it just, it looks so bad, so bad right now. Um, Bridget, why don't you take Liverpool? Good showing.
0: Yeah, so uh, Liverpool versus RB Leipzig. Uh, Liverpool was up 2-0 um, going into – they they were playing as the home team, but in Budapest, I believe, um, and end up winning 2-0. So 4-0 on aggregate. Uh, Goals from Salah and Mane, both late. I think Salah was like 78th minute, something like that. Um, I've only seen the highlights. I was, I was listening to the, the Scouser commentary from the LFC app uh, for most of the match. Um, and it was, for, for Liverpool's part, lots of shots, but uh, nothing really on goal. They weren't able to take,
2: how take advantage look?
0: of too many. What's that?
2: How did Salah look?
0: I mean, it, he was also having trouble <laughs> getting that. Are, are last you just referring touch. to
1: how how attractive did he look? Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty, sure, that, I'm pretty sure that's consistent.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Regardless
1: of what he's doing he with the ball, that's
0: consistent. He's fun to watch, even when <laughs> he doesn't score. Like, just look yeah. at him instead. Don't look at the ball. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it was a uh, decent showing for him, finally, after a few matches that kind of looked exactly like this. Um, and for Sadio as well. Uh, both were really nice goals. Um, Leipzig was also kind of having trouble at midfield, so there's just a back and forth for the first 70 minutes of the so, match. so
1: pay pay no attention to Liverpool in the Premier League. Just look at Liverpool <laughs> in the Champions League.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would prefer no that lie. we just not deal with Champions League and we like try to place towards the top of the Premier League table, but whatever. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> it's fine.
2: Why why in, do you say that, Bridget?
0: They I mean Champions League is nice, but like it's a bonus and it's it packs the schedule um they so far they've been able to for, perform reasonably well but then that means they're coming in tired to a premier league match um which was already difficult anyway just because of 2021 and 2020 being what they were so um it's it's one more distraction that they just really don't need but yeah. it's a win so <laughs>
1: big win uh, I put in here back, back to the Barcelona really quick. Messi did score the, the, the first goal and it was a beautiful goal from way outside. Yeah. And then what I thought was a, a metaphor for everything we already talked about was he, uh, he takes a PK. Yeah, it was a PK. And it, I, I can't remember. I'm trying to get, go through. I, th- I think the keeper, PSG keeper, I can't think of his name right now, but he, he saves it, but it goes straight up and banks off the top of the crossbar and goes out. And I was just like, you know, if ever there were a metaphor for Messi needing to get out <laughs> watching that ball just boom 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 like ping pong off the <laughs> off the crossbar I'm like that's there's something poetic in that moment. Yep. <laughs> All right, um I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. He he he's messed up. He's terrible. He committed rape and he needs to Face the consequences, and he will. He was charged with. Uh, I want to say, what does it say here? Nine years. What's going to be interesting is uh, he's currently in Brazil. Playing, he's contract. He was, I said, past tense. Was contracted at Santos. That has obviously been, been rescinded. So he's no longer at Santos. But f- the all these charges are coming from when he was at AC Milan in Italy, and so they're going to have to figure out how to either extradite or you know how the how these charges are going to be applied or if they're going to be you know i'm saying how are they going to do this while he's in brazil i guess is what my question is um
0: that's yeah under normal circumstances i would think that italy would have brought him back by now right to not have to deal with brazil but
1: and it's it's a horrendous case to even look at and read the details i'm i I don't want to go through them, but you can get them online if you want to see. But he, he did some really, really shady, terrible stuff, uh, including while in court, like belittling and making fun of the victim, like on the stand, which is, I mean, yeah, exactly. Just garbage, human, terrible stuff to do. And this, and it's so- this says that
0: he has 45 days to appeal again. Has he seriously, like, appealed a couple times already?
1: <laughs> I think so. I think so. And, and again, this this is a, a gang rape situation. So he's not even the only one. There's like right. three or four, sadly. Um, j- just to once again see this this person's fall. Because, I mean, I, I remember when he played for the national team and uh, Man City he and was, AC Milan yeah, and all this stuff big. too. Yeah, he was big. He was big. Uh, <sighs> bye-bye. Bye, trash. Um, Colombia. Colombia. What happened in Colombia? <laughs> <laughs> I was Something joking Something
0: different it. for a change.
1: <laughs> Something different for a change. I said, you know, we're, we finally get our, our TV deal, and that's that. That would inevitably mean me <laughs> live on TV. <laughs> if nobody saw this, it was the ESPN Colombia, and they were just go- doing their intros and going through, getting ready to talk about football. And basically, the entire side of of the uh, studio just collapses on on one of the commentators and it looked really bad i mean you kind of see his neck snap back as that thing oh, falls Jesus. down on him oh yeah and his he face goes
0: like right into the desk
1: but then he comes he, back seriously and- injured well that's the nope. thing he says no i'm fine i'm good no big deal <laughs> that's every
0: every news story the next day so like all the national morning news had that clip in their like lead-in at the beginning where they show like the last 24 hours or whatever and every story i saw they're like yes look at the serious video and look how bad this looks oh and by the way he he's fine anyway (laughs) on to our next story and it's like
1: we we should say that head trauma (laughs) could sometimes take
0: take That's, the time yeah. to
1: show up we, we don't want to <laughs> treat that lightly in any way shape or form but but having said that i, I even included a, a video of him basically just saying i'm okay
2: <laughs> but yikes yeah, you know, saw i've had things fall on my head before and i turned out fine <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: true I mean, it, it wasn't even like just his head though. Like it crashes into his back and bends him over the table. It's so. pretty
1: dramatic. If you, if yeah, listeners or anybody has it not seen that fast. video, just just like find that thing because yeah, you, basically the entire studio on his side just like go yeah. doosh, and hit down here, and all
0: nose. of all of his co-anchors there just sitting there looking like. Well, big, big ups to the main guy show.
1: who's who yeah who, who does a couple eyes and was like. Almost was mild, you i Take a quick break and be right back. It's like, homie, kept it together.
0: <laughs> Nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Yeah. We'll be back in thirty seconds. Just uh, gotta rebuild.
1: So I, I actually saw it on—I uh, saw it on Colbert first before I even got it through the, through the soccer Twitter and everything else. So
0: it was, yeah, it was making the rounds. Yeah. Making the rounds.
1: Um, that's about it. I, I just had some Bundesliga scores. Uh, Union Berlin, they beat Köln, so they're doing they're doing pretty well. Bayern won, of course. I don't, I, do we have a Dortmund update? I can take a look. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea and Leeds in the Premier League, they tied earlier. Um, Crystal Palace, 1-0 over West Brom.
0: It like, was a horrible, horrible match, by the way.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Just like horrible as in boring.
0: Uh, that one goal was a PK. Mm. Ooh. That was literally the, the most exciting thing that happened that entire and game.
1: Burnley beat Everton. Holy cow. There you go. Sure. Is that one?
0: Oh, I think that one's still going.
1: No, it's his full time. Two to one. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. So there's that update. And looks like Dortmund is up on to beat Hertha as well. So no big surprise there. But yeah, that's about all I got. Awesome co-host. Anything else to add?
2: More well, track? Um, just that uh, I'm excited for, I know you guys probably already talked to us before I got here, but I'm excited about our match.
1: We did indeed. Yes. We did indeed. We we talked about uh, Elisa bringing the, the unifying Twitter power that I couldn't even keep up with. It's like I put my phone <laughs> yeah. down for 10 minutes and pick it up and I'm like, whoa,
2: 30 messages? What's up? Well, it's just, <laughs> What, what, whenever, when, and this happened the last time, it's just when you realize how many podcasters, socks <laughs> podcasters, there are at <laughs> the Twin City,
1: yeah, and, and we're also just starved to get back to doing something, yeah. active in, in person. And I,
0: I think it's funny that we can't even like draw a clear line between the podcasts either because we've all yeah, kind of <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is very true. Yep, yep,
0: yep. No, that's that's gonna be fun. I'm I'm excited to have like something to focus on, a goal to work towards because PT is really boring in the middle of a pandemic when there's nothing going on.
1: A goal to so. score, Bridget. A goal to score, <laughs> <laughs> right yep. on. Well, that's all I have, listeners. Um, thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Sheila. And um, like, like we mentioned earlier, the beer is coming, going into that <laughs> barrel. So, uh Patreon.com backslash MN football show is the place to go. And that's it. Until next time.
0: Nice. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.